Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Here now, for the second time, winners of the Peabody Award, are Bob and Ray. You're not doing it right, Wally. Well, that's confusing to me. Well, at least you're not saying we're two characters of any zany things. Here now are two characters of any characters. No, no, please. We've all heard that. Well, anyway. Well, here's the Bob and Ray show. Right. And you're Bob Elliott sitting there very quietly. Yes, I am. And uh, I'll be Ray Goulding then, because that's the choice left. Right. This will be our theme. Starting with Pierre Chateaubriand, our conductor, yesterday after the show, he was saying he doesn't think you let him play enough of that. He doesn't have a chance to show off musically all he can do. Well, he probably is uh, is correct because. Uh... I think rarely do we permit more than 10 or 15 seconds of that to go. Yeah. Pierre, uh, I think maybe uh, before the end of this year, uh, we'll play that in its entirety. That's that? a good idea. You know, uh, I don't know whether you've noticed, but uh, there's a little difference. The, uh... Oh, wait a second. Here comes Curviers. Hey, good to see Curb. Curb, you remember, is CBS's staff accordionist. Or morale builder who goes from studio to studio, office to office, floor to floor, serenading those uh, workers hard at their tasks. I wondered if I could put my accordion down just a minute and uh, chat with you fellows. Today. All right, all right, Kirby, sure. The uh, I think it's been the first time we've had an opportunity to really talk to you. Well, I just did. You ever get uh, your shirt caught in the pleats of that accordion? I've often wondered about that. <laughs> no, I, many people have asked me that before. Yeah. I you, never have. What do you tip the scales at, uh, Curb? Uh, I weigh uh, 179. 179. Well, that's about right for your size. Three feet. What is it? Eight? Yes. About? Sure. Seven and a half. Three feet, seven and a half. Uh, do you have a nice Everybody's day? making up their Christmas lists these days. Oh, I imagine they are. And uh, do we have your name spelled right, uh, uh, A-Y-R-E-S. I don't know. We have an A-I-R-E-S. Like an heirs. Well, it doesn't matter much. It'll get to you anyway. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. A-Y-E-R-S, I'm told. Well, that's the way Lou spells his name. So how could you spell yours that way, Curb? What? I say Lou. Uh, Lou who? Lou Ayers spells his name that way. 
But uh, how could you do it? Oh, I suppose. Uh, are you anywhere in relation to uh, that? Not that I know of, no. Jimmy? No. Okay. Yeah, but yes. Yeah, in, the, in the movies, you know. In the movies, yes. Mm-hmm. Kirby, you're old now. Uh, plays the accordion. You're practically in your dotage, aren't you? Where'd you get those high button-up shoes? I haven't seen those since I was up in Maine. They're very comfortable, oddly enough. They look They're a little more work to uh, when you get dressed yeah. in the morning. See, you've cut out uh, a little bit of the, uh, the side of your little toe there. What's that? There's a bunion there. Oh. Well, I do a lot of walking in your horse. Sure, sure you do. Okay, Kirby. I wish you'd run along now because we have to get along to important things. Right on. Not that this wasn't important. Always glad to brighten your day. All right. Cheer you up a little bit. Wonderful little morale builder, Kirby Ayers. Now, Wally Blue is standing by in a small town where he's all set to talk with somebody, I'm sure, of importance there. So come in, please, Wally Baloo. Sing on the main street of Sweetwater, Vermont, where preparations for Christmas 1959 are well underway. Christmas, not only in the matter of uh, people shopping busily from store to uh, the other store, but... uh, the decorations that are going to make this town stand out as one of Northern Vermont's most picturesque, scenic uh, places to visit. I'm going to chat with a couple of passers-by here if I can. Do I have enough uh, wire there, engineer, to move down the block a little way? Yeah, I found enough to go down the block. Seems to be a crowd of two or three people down there near the front of the drugstore. And uh, I wonder if I could speak to you, sir. On the radio. All right, sure. Benton Smith. Mr. Smith, you're a native of uh, Sweetwater, are you? No, I'm a native of, uh, of, uh, Bellows Falls. And I moved over here many years ago. Certainly, uh, was a good choice on your part. Uh, well, if you had to make a move, I don't let the folks at Bellows Falls. No, well, we plan to cover uh, that portion of the territory sometime soon, too. Uh-huh. But we did want to ask uh, something about these decorations or the decoration that's going up here in the center of uh, Sweetwater. Could you tell us anything about it? Well, uh, we were uh, this year handicapped by a low. Uh, Low budget. The uh, Board of Selectmen uh, here in Sweetwater uh, got together week Tuesday and said that uh, they didn't think that we should spend too much money on our Christmas street decorations. Now, being chairman of that uh, board, uh, I uh, hardly agreed. Would you excuse me now, just a minute? What has happened? Would you excuse me just a minute while I uh, tell Bob and Ray back in New York they have no promotional announcement for this show and uh, they better start looking for it. Now, what were you saying, Mr. Smith? I was. Uh, I was saying uh, that uh, I uh, went along with the idea that we ought to cut little expenses, but they went further, and uh, they cut it to the bone. And uh, I'm a little shocked to being chairman now of the uh, decoration committee to be confronted with this problem. You mean the board of selectmen? uh... They gave me 50 cents to decorate the town. Well, how could you possibly decorate? Well, you can't. I want to tell you to buy some uh, icicles, uh, and I'm going to put them on the red light up here. Some of those uh, tinsel paper icicles. That's it. And that's about the end of it. And every once in a while, I have this little bell, and uh, when I'm on duty here at my store, I own the store. Oh, fine. If I see a cockamamie, I'll go out the door and do that. How many times a day would you say you ring that little bell like? 
Well, of course, if I'm making a prescription, I, I won't. You don't bother with I'm just not going to bother. But if I'm standing around looking at the uh, book display, for instance, those uh, paper books, yes. and I see a car coming, then I might shoot out and ring the bell as, as the car goes by. I think there is a car coming way down here. Yeah, I'd like to hire a high school kid, put him in here, but I don't think I can afford to do that. Well, oh, wait a minute, there's a car going by. Yes. There's Mr. Smith ringing his bell as the car goes by in a... In a fine gesture of Christmas spirit uh, here in Sweetwater, Vermont. Merry Christmas to you, Mr. Ballou, and to uh, all your friends back in the big city where you come from. That's uh, New York, sir. Yes. Uh, and uh, Merry Christmas to you, and uh, I hope we'll get up here again soon. Good. Good. Now this is radio's uh, Wally Ballou, two-time winner of uh, several Diction Awards in a row, returning you to New York. Uh, uh... He's in trouble again on that two times, several times in a row and all that. self in trouble. Yeah. <clears throat> Gee, we have some bad news. Natalie Attired is sitting over here just nodding, and uh, she can't say anything because uh, because of her throat. She has a sore throat, laryngitis or something, I guess. Is that it? She's not going to be able to do a, a song say today, Nat? She's nodding. No. Well, uh, Eddie is here, and uh, Eddie, uh, according to this note yeah. that she's handed me, uh, you're going to say a I'm song and try to fill Natalie Attire's, Attire's shoes. Well, that should rather be easy. She wears, what, about a five, and you, you must oh, be eleven and a half. Yeah. You've got a real big uh, dog. But I know what you meant is only a figure of speech. I hardly doubt if you can fill her, uh, her shoes. Well, I'm going to try. Okay, well, let's but I, I think you have a word first, don't you? Oh, all right. <laughs> Gifts that come by Yagri, almost Christmas, no time to lose, lots and lots of gifts to choose. Is it too late? Give him, give her a gift set by Yagri. For the man who's just a little choosy, there's a wide range of all-new Yardley gifts from $1.50 to $10. For instance, there's the after-shaving lotion and cologne combination, just $2.65. And there's the big handsome set of shaving foam, invisible talc, after-shaving lotion and cologne for $5.50. All prices plus tax. Yardley at all fine stores. Give him, give her a gift set. Boy, when he hears Pierre, that is a rich arrangement like that. Doesn't That's he bristle with jealousy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> stands there with a frown on his face. Oh, come on, Pierre. You could do the same thing if you worked, you know, hard enough. Or I guess maybe if we gave you more time on the show to, uh, to show us your musical abilities. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, well, Eddie oh. was going to try and... Yeah. Uh, you all said Eddie? Yes, I guess so. You know the words and everything? No. Do you want a music stand now for your uh, words or for the drum? Or... No, I won't. you want to that. sit down and play the drum? Would I you? have my assistant drummer, Lloyd, with me. I Say hello, Lloyd. Hello, Lloyd. I uh, See, when I do the uh, singing the songs, why, Lloyd uh, accompanies me. Oh, I see. Okay, then, uh, Lloyd, if you would, please. I'm going to say Santa Claus is coming to town. It's okay, Lloyd. You better not shout. 
You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Great, Eddie, so far. He's sounded like uh, Jimmy Cagney. Go on. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows when you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. You know, you sound like Jimmy Cagney. What's that, Lloyd? Right? I don't know. I say Lloyd said like... I sound like Jimmy Cagney. Jimmy Cagney sounds like... Well, that's all I know of the song, anyway. Oh, well, I'll just wrap it up with a little roll. Right. Thanks, Lloyd. Well, thank you all. Very nice indeed. And you do have a little Jimmy Cagney there. Whoa. Just a... I detected just a bit of it. Just a hint of it. And now, celebrity chases, dramatized incidents in the lives of people who have been touched by others more elegant and well-known than themselves. Taxi, taxi, over here. Where to, Mister? Where you going? Back up to where I'm standing, driver. There's plenty of room for you to park. Well, can't you walk up here, Mister? But boy, you overshot me by a good 30 feet. Oh, for Pete's sake, all right. Stay where you are, I'll back up. Yeah, that's better. For you it is, mister. Can't seem to uh, open the door here, driver. Well, are you pressing on the handle? Yes, I don't seem to get it anywhere. Well, pull up, uh, pull up on it like you're supposed to. Up, up. No, good. It doesn't work. Maybe you can lean over from the front seat and reach the inside handle. Oh, I've tried that lots of times. My hands fall short by about nine inches. Why should it be any different today? Well, can't you get out and open the door for me? Why? No, no, no. None of that now. You want me to get out of this cab? Right. I want you to get out and open the door. All right. I'll get out. You look like the kind of guy that might report me. No, you're the first taxi driver I've ever seen on a sidewalk. Now, would you mind opening the door? Didn't look very hard, did it, mister? Now, get in. That's it. I'd like to go to, uh... All right. What you do with it? Do with what? When I got out of the cab just now, my trip card was laying right in the seat next to me. Had a rubber band around it, the pencil underneath the rubber band. What you do with it? Well, what do I want all that stuff for? Look, I'll turn out the lights in the cab. You put it back, and we'll forget it ever happened. Well, what use would I have for your trip card? Look, somebody I... had to take it. Why would I want to steal my old trip card? I use it all the time. Well, maybe the last passenger you had in your cab took it for some reason. Oh, yeah? You know who was in this taxi before you? Who? Walter Slyzak. Now, you tell me. What use would a fine gentleman like that have for a trip card? I will be back with an appropriate word in just ten seconds. appropriate word would seem to be so long for now. And until tomorrow, this is Ray Goulding, uh, reminding you to write if you get work. Bob Elliott, Monday. until Monday, reminding you to hang by your thumbs. Have a nice weekend. This is the CBS Radio Network. CBS Radio Network.